You are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting and the f- anything to do with the television and film business. This is Jared Dean Winchester, your host, and you know something? In the past, like, I would say in the late 90s and into the early 2000s, there have been movies made from Shakespeare. And if you don't know who Shakespeare is, this is William Shakespeare's works. His plays, his most iconic plays, namely Romeo and Juliet, Hamlet, Much Ado About Nothing, and of course we have Othello and Macbeth. So here's my question to you. Has Shakespeare lost his appeal ever since... I would say no, because found an interesting debate on here. A lot of people are saying, no, Shakespeare has not lost his appeal. It's just that filmmakers today aren't reproducing any of his works because they have already been produced, but that is not the point. The point for me is why aren't filmmakers using his language to produce films? Why aren't filmmakers creating characters where they talk in Shakespearean language? Or to put it more precisely, the Elizabethan language. Because that is precisely what Shakespeare talked in. If you were to ask me, I would say if such a movie were to be made today, it would be heavily criticized for the pure reason of the language itself, the language used itself, it would be heavily criticized as being too primitive, too complicated to understand for the simple man, for the layperson. And it would also be heavily criticized for, quite frankly, character and for political correctness. That, how it will be heavily criticized. Now, on this podcast, on, I believe, quite a few occasions, I have criticized the critics, and I will be criticizing the critics after making this prediction, because if you know anything about Shakespeare, what I love about him, is the language he uses, the rhetoric he uses to be poetic and to be 
dramatic. Like, for example, in Much Ado About Nothing, which is by far my favorite play of them all, there's actually a scene in there where Don John, or quite frankly, there's a character in here who's plotting to bring Senior Benedict and Beatrice together with other characters who are actually in on it. So the dialogue kind of goes in a poetic way, mentions Hercules and labor and 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 some and how they're going to bring Signor Benedict and Beatrice together because Signor Benedict and Beatrice were sworn enemies because opposites attract. And if this was a uh, simple English drama or sim- in a dialogue that was delivered in simple English, then it wouldn't be that rosy. It wouldn't be that poetic. It wouldn't be that dramatic because Shakespeare had a way to use words to be poetic and to be dramatic and in school if you were to be reading Shakespeare you would think that this is hard to pull off but quite frankly it's just a clever manipulation of words so to describe it all you have to do is just go around the perimeter or go around the topic and just hit it in the center. So that's what Shakespeare did. He talked, his language use was in such a way that it goes around and then hits the center. So with that concept, I would presume that you have some idea of how Shakespeare works and how Shakespeare wrote his plays in an iconic, dramatic way. Now, his iconic works was, as I mentioned, Hamlet, Romeo and Juliet, Othello, Macbeth, and Much Ado About Nothing, which is the last one I mentioned, which is my favorite. Now, I will point out that Much Ado About Nothing was remade into an independent film, was kind of like modernized with the same character names, with the same sort of characters, but in a modern world with modern costumes and outfits and dresses in modern settings of the same name. Now, this is available on Netflix, so you can just go ahead and watch it and make a judgment for yourself. Anywho, I 
do believe there is an opportunity here for filmmakers to understand how Shakespeare spoke. And if you are in the mood to express yourself, which there is nothing wrong with doing so, but that expression or self-expression, rather, because this is basically what filmmakers, most filmmakers want to do. They want to self-express. This is the most, this is actually about the independent filmmakers. They just want to express themselves as they would like to put it. And when asked why they make films, they will say, I just want to express myself. So this is for them. You can use Shakespeare's language to express yourself that way. You can use that. And I believe there's an opportunity here to do that. And if you have a look, and I believe there are still actors who are willing to deliver or who are talented in delivering dialogues in Shakespearean dialect. So it's just a matter of seeking them out. So, with that being said, let's take a break and let's talk about a couple of things here. A piece of dialogue that I came across, which is fantastic, and you'll need to think about this because it puts the words know thy enemy in a new light or rather it's kind of a variation of that but keep tuned for that and also this whole thing about cancel culture and why is it that Film, the film business is actually scared of it. Don't, because the more you do it, you give them you're giving them a chance to keep you frightened. So that's next after the break. We'll be right back. Learn the craft of screenwriting with the guys at ScreenwritingU.com. They have free classes for you to test the waters. And then they have the Pro Series courses, which are the flagship of the ScreenwritingU courses. The owner and founder is actually an expert in the industry. And you get to learn not only the craft of screenwriting, but also the business of screenwriting. So what are you waiting for? Inquire today at ScreenwritingU.com. That's ScreenwritingU with a capital U dot com. This podcast is brought to you by Spring Wales Productions, where your journey begins. Welcome back. So before the break, I was discussing what 
Shakespeare meant and how back in the 90s or the late 90s, how there were films made out of Shakespeare's work and how there was an opportunity for filmmakers of today to make similar movies with Shakespearean dialogues. I've also mentioned that unfortunately how cancel culture and political correctness would stopping it on top of critics who will heavily criticize it purely based on the language calling it convoluted or confusing maybe I didn't mention those two words but that's what they would probably use and I also mentioned a debate which asked the question has Shakespeare lost his appeal so moving on to something a little different here because when I watched a movie this was actually an interesting thing because on the subject of characters because Shakespeare was known to create iconic characters in his plays in this movie has something very interesting to say. And I'll just give you the translated version because, again, this comes from Tollywood and it should blow your mind and it is a variation of the know thy enemy motto or the know thy enemy maxim or philosophy. So it goes something like this. Show me your friends. You'll get to know your character. Show me your enemies. You'll get to know who you are. You have to think about that. Because your friends will only talk good about you. And they will mention what's not so great about you as well. And that will be your character strengths and weaknesses. The problem there is they won't tell you about yourself. That part relies on you. But your enemies, on the other hand, if you think about it, they push you to be your best. But there are two kinds of enemies. Ones that push you to do your best and the ones that downright want to destroy you, no matter what. And these types of enemies, this is actually the second kind of enemies, they will bank 
on their schemes working to such an extent that it will destroy you. And there will be a, no opportunity for you to rise from that. The first kind of enemy is the type of enemy you want in your life. And that is somebody that will push you to do be better. Now, I can think of one such enemy. Now, if you were to ask me who my favorite villain was, I would go with Lex Luthor. What's great about Lex Luthor is the mere fact that he is the type of person you want to be. He is the type of person, besides his flaws of manipulation and deception and other stuff that villains come with, the one thing that Lex is good for is he's willing to do what you and I, the average Joes, aren't willing to do. He is an example of how the law of attraction works. Agree or disagree with this, but I'm telling you how it is. And I'm relating this to the piece of dialogue that I am telling you about today from this said Hollywood movie. It's called Druva. And it's the main character is actually a police officer who literally goes out and finds the enemy. The enemy doesn't find him in most cases, like in most of the movies, but he goes out and finds the enemy. Now, rarely do you see a protagonist going out of their way to find the antagonist. Instead of, the, instead of crossing paths with the antagonist, like most movies do, this one breaks tradition. But also, this movie came with a slogan in movie posters. And it simply said, My enemy is my strength. Now that is a second thing that I like to mention along with this piece of dialogue. So that piece of dialogue that I'm mentioning is, Show me your friends. You'll know about your character. Show me your enemies. You'll know who you are. So, with that being said, this is Jared Dean Winchester. Thank you for listening with me for this podcast, this episode. And until I see you again, do not forget to turn that page. Like, don't forget to turn that page.